Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 38 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com. And I'm Tiffany Maladnitz of Grateful Garden Up Is. Today we are talking with the lovely Shannon Garrett, autoimmune RN, wellness specialist. Certified nurse nutritionist, holistic lifestyle and wellness consultant, and radio team member sometime. <laughs> Host of the Hashi Sister program, which we'll talk about, and founder of ShannonGarrettWellness.com. She attended the prestigious Aquinas College School of Nursing in Nashville, Tennessee, and completed her degree magna cum laude. Very, very cool. Did I say it right? Aquinas College? That is very cool. I believe so, yeah. We'll have to okay. ask her, make sure. Yeah. We are so incredibly excited to talk with her. But first, just a few things. If you tuned in last week, which we hope you did, you heard us chatting with the amazing and beloved gluten guru, Dr. Tom O'Brien of thedoctor.com, who was generous enough to offer all kinds of goodies to Thyroid Nation radio listeners, including a $10 off coupon on the GI Shield and free presentation. So super, super awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Tom and... um, very cool. So if you missed it anyways, you can catch it in the end of the Thyroid Nation Radio Archives. Not at the end, but in the wow. Thyroid Nation Radio <laughs> Archives. As well as other fabulous guests that we've had the honor of interviewing. Dr. Holtorf, Hypothyroid Mom, Mary Showman, Susie Cohen, Isabella Wentz, Dr. Robinson. Oh my gosh, we could just go on and on and on. So much Diverse information there. What I love is everything was so very different, not the same information presented each time, which was very, very cool. I love that. Make know, sure to right? also check out the lineup of wonderful and innovative guests we have scheduled coming up on the Thyroid Nation radio page, including future guests like Dr. Jill Carnahan, Andrea Nakayama, Dr. Trevor Crate, Crate, excuse me, Dr. Trevor Kate. <laughs> Um, I, I I thought I said it right, but it came out wrong. Uh, we have who else do we have? We have Carol Gray. Uh, she'll still be up, I guess, week. next week. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. So we've got we got some really great people. We also have Dr. Uh, Lisa Maturo, who was on with um, Gina Lee Nolan. It's Gina Lee Nolan's doctor, and she will be coming on with us in the spring, too. So lots of exciting and amazing. wonderful guests coming up. Yeah, That's I can't wait. Cool. She, she also um, just wrote an article for us uh, that I posted on, on Thyroid Nation, so you'll have to check it out. It's wonderful, wonderful. So. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it looks like she is not with us yet. How are you today, Dana? I am so good. I am. <laughs> not that I um <laughs> Okay. Um, she said she wasn't sure what number to call in, so I'm going to tell her real quick. I okay, thought she had right. it, but she didn't. No. Um, anyway, what were you asking me? Oh, I, um, I had a good day. <laughs> the weather was beautiful today. And um, I got no a little rain? nappy in, which always makes me happy. Uh, no rain. Yesterday or the other day when we did uh, Dr. Tom's show, it was just pouring down rain. But today, no rain. So. Oh, that was hysterical between the, the waves <sighs> from the ocean on his side <sighs> and the rain on your side. <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful? I could totally hear the waves from his his ocean view. I was I was like typing and chatting to Tiffany going, can you hear his waves? Wow. It was really great, wasn't it? <laughs> It was awesome. It was. I was very therapeutic. Water is very therapeutic for me. How about you? It is. It is for me too. And trees, trees, and, and um, green. You know, being able to see the green. Uh huh. The green. Yep. What's very very therapeutic color? for me. 
What is Dana's oh, favorite color? I would have to say blue is my favorite color. Um, but it's weird because I never understood my mother's favorite color is green, and I never understood it. I always thought, what strange color? <laughs> always, my whole life. <laughs> poor, my poor mom. And um, I always thought it was the strangest color until I moved here to, to Costa Rica, and everything's so green, you know, most of the year. And I just love it. So green is green is close. Green's a close second. What about you? My favorite color has to be green. It's yeah. just a very soothing, soothing color for me. And of course, I just had <laughs> I a mental thought having four kids. It's just not a good one. We won't share it. But <laughs> green's my favorite color. It soothes me. I like blue yeah. though, like ocean blues, and and uh, uh-huh. I, blue would probably be my my second favorite. So we're opposite. Yours is blue and green, and mine is green and blue. Yep. Well, we're we're algae, blue green algae. <laughs> Together we make blue green algae. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so silly today. And I swear the past the past I don't know four shows, maybe five, right before we're about to go live, some something happens and I'm start laughing. I, and we start talking and we're giggling. So every opening statement for the last five shows, I'm trying to hold my giggle in. So you could probably tell. I mean, this time I did really good covering it up. I had my, my, my face, you know, serious like. But see, you would have the, the GRS, right? The giggle restraint <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> I like that. Okay, I was I was using the GRS system, yes. And we are, oh, here she is. There she Yay! is. All right, thank God, because otherwise we'd have gotten ourselves into deep trouble. Yes, we would have. Hi, Jenny. Hi, lady. Well, hi there. How are you? <laughs> we are so We're good. Just sitting here, just silly. Sitting here laughing are away. Are you being silly today? Oh, my God. We are. We are. <laughs> well, I'm about to join you. <laughs> Wonderful. If if people could only read our PMs, oh my gosh, the trouble we would get into. We we spend lots of time laughing. We just giggle too much, right? Well, you know that's exercise. That's exercise for the thyroid, so that's not a bad thing. Exactly. You know, I saw a minion. I saw a minion meme one time. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it says, um, "No need to do abdominal exercise. Just find a good friend and laugh real hard." I just love that. (laughs) It says something like that, which is, you know, right up my alley for exercising. (laughs) Well, Shannon, it is so good to have you with us. This is very exciting. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Um, I've been looking forward to it for some time, and I'm just really, it's a blessing to be with you both. So can't wait to share and reveal and get into whatever we get into. <laughs> to talk well, good. Well, 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 let's go ahead and just jump right in, uh, Shannon. I'd love to hear um, your history, your story, your oh, journey yes. with thyroid and healing. So just uh, jump on in and tell us how it all started. Way back when. Okay. okay. Well, way okay. back when. Not way when, back. Not when way I... back. Just a few <laughs> years ago when you were little. Several years ago. You know, I won't go. I will say, you know, one signal that should have perhaps um, been an indicator to my parents that my immune system wasn't, you know, a normal functioning immune system was that as a child, even though they exposed me to other 
children multiple times. You know how your parents would do this so you would get the chicken pox and get it over with? (laughs) Well, I never did. You know, no matter how many times you put me with kids who had an active case, I never got it. Really? Um, fast fast forward to nursing school and, you know, <clears throat> student nurses always have to get the varicella vaccine to do their clinical rotations. Well, no matter how many shots of varicella you gave me, my, my titers never showed up, never. They had to call wow. in uh, Vanderbilt Immunology. Um, back then to clear me for clinicals because otherwise the nursing school was going to instruct me just to keep getting shots, you know, until I showed titers. Wow. So so that's interesting. (laughs) Um, That's very interesting. mm Mm-hmm. But really, my journey, you know, I started becoming really symptomatic in my 30s, but I think it really started in my 20s. Um, in my 30s, I just started having crippling stress and anxiety, you know, to the point that I was agoraphobic. I wouldn't even leave my house. I was too afraid that, you know, I would get out and have this, you know, horrible panic attack. And I don't know, it was just a fear like something was going to happen, you know, all the time. And I felt like my safe place was at home um, until the day the panic attacks followed me in my home. Um, But I experienced extreme hyper-type symptoms, anxiety. Um, There was one episode where I just knew I was having a heart attack. My husband and I were newlyweds. Uh, He was working out of town on business, and this was the mother of all panic attacks. (laughs) So um, I was very fearful, didn't know what to do. Nurses don't call ambulances, <laughs> so I drove myself. I drove myself to the hospital. At the end of the day, twenty thousand dollars later, I had every advanced cardiac test available. There was nothing wrong with my heart. I was sent home with a prescription of Xanax and really buying into perhaps the thought that I was a hypochondriac which is easy to do when you have an autoimmune disease, especially Hashimoto's. Um, All the the eight years, and I talk about this in my book, the eight years that I was seeking a diagnosis, the years I was really so symptomatic, some other issues I had, in my case, as far as muscle pain went, was isolated to the calves of my legs. And it would um, happen, you know, whenever I would try to walk upon exertion. Like I would try to take a simple walk with my husband. I would um, make up the beds in the house. I remember one Christmas in particular I was trying to get the house ready. And I couldn't even walk around the beds to make the bed without just breaking down in tears with such pain that, you know, I couldn't believe a person could be in this much pain and and the doctor's not find anything. Right, not have something screaming, yeah. The symptoms that I was, you know, reporting reeked of a condition called claudication. And that's when, um, you know, you have pain specifically in the calves upon walking, you know, where there's not enough blood flow getting through the vessels in the lower legs. This is really common in people with heart issues and the elderly and that sort of thing. But, you know, I was a young woman. 
So they would test me. The test is like, you know, you get on a treadmill and you, they do these images and whatnot. There was nothing ever, you know, nothing ever showed up. So that was really um, a sad time in my life that I couldn't even take a simple walk. I mean, my husband, I would try to go for walks. And I remember on a few occasions, my husband, I would just have to stop, and my husband would have to go get the car and come retrieve me because I'm not able to walk back home. And at the time, I was too heavy for him to carry. So it was frustrating, embarrassing. Um, I went through nine doctors, one who was a world-renowned endocrinologist um, here in Nashville, who you know, always said, you know, you need to eat less and exercise more, or this is just part of being a woman, or this is just part of getting older. Um, you know, they just didn't have any good answers, no hope at all. There was just no hope. And clinically speak, I had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and high blood sugar. At one point, I was on three different medications for high blood pressure, none of which helped um you know to the now i know why none of those things helped because it's because we were going against the engine of hashimoto's thyroid disease and those things weren't the answer um but it really um robbed me of a lot of joy and i didn't really realize it until doctor number 10 did diagnose me you know, I was so relieved to finally, you know, to get a diagnosis and validate all my symptoms for almost a decade of my life. Right. But that quickly turned into anger, irritation, frustration, aggravation against all those doctors who couldn't or wouldn't help me. Right. And, you know, and so it was like carrying around a ball and chain, you know. I'm I'm on the road to wellness, but I'm also constantly obsessing over, look at the years I lost from these yahoos who, you know, (laughs) couldn't or wouldn't help me. So I realized in my journey that one of the number one steps I had to take if if I were going to heal would be to release all those doctors, release the whole situation, and just forgive it all, forgive it all. And actually learn to love myself because, and I hear this a lot with women I work with, is that we go through this mystery diagnosis and our families and our friends don't understand. And to the point, we start receiving that message and we don't really understand it either. And we sort of feel guilty that we have this health issue. And those are messages um, as inflammatory as the as what the cells are doing in the immune system. In other words, our thoughts when when we have those emotions of anger, fear, irritation and whatnot, those are infl- as inflammatory to the body as what the immune system cells are doing. And so it's a vicious cycle. So I really um you know, those were some of the first steps that I took was really to work on some heart healing because it was really um, a very unpleasant decade of my life that should have been one of the most enjoyable periods in my life um, that I feel like I was robbed. 
And so if I were to move forward, I really had to get my heart and my mind and my emotions in order because it's not necessarily about the supplements we take or the tests we have done or or don't do or whatever. Um, We're not disconnected from our heart and our emotions. There's a flower field, ladies. There's a flower field right there. (laughs) Yeah, let's just sit there for a minute and let that just sit out there because that's just an incredible story plus a, a wonderful way to look at it now. It is. It feels really good, you know. It's like a release. Like, just let that go. Just you have to let it go because um, it's not serving you. It's not serving your you and your journey. Um, And just to continue and perpetuate those um, emotions really are robbing you of the time, the same time you lost as you were searching for your diagnosis. Does that make sense? Oh, it sure. does make sense. And in and, my and case, I wasn't diagnosed only with Hashimoto's. When I remember the day that you know I finally found this doctor, and and he was recommended to me by an underground holistic nutritionist. At the time, people who practiced sort of openly like we do today were underground. Right. <laughs> And wow. I found this doctor, and I didn't really ex- – I expected to go in and it just be another thing, you know, they're just going to say, you know, take this medication and do this other thing that doesn't work. Um, but I felt – I knew I was in the right place just by the atmosphere and his demeanor, and I remember just sitting there crying, and he held my hands and said, I promise you if you'll give me six weeks, we will get to the bottom of what's going on. So we did, and, you know, not only did I receive Hashimoto's as a diagnosis, I also received celiac disease and pernicious anemia. Oh, my gosh. The only other mystery diagnosis I I had ever received prior to that um, was interstitial cystitis. And they know today that that typically runs a lot in Hashimoto's and other autoimmune diseases. Um, I didn't really have a lot of doctors at the time then who knew anything about it <laughs> either. They know more today, but it was <clears throat> it was mystery diagnosis number one. But anyway, to have had these three diagnoses come my way after eight years of searching, and the information that came to me along with those was really overwhelming. Um, and it hasn't been easy. People who meet me today or look at me or whatever, they it's hard for them to understand, you know, maybe what I used to look like, how I used to feel. Um, but it has been also one of the greatest blessings of my life so far. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm, I know why I'm here. <laughs> I know why I was put on the earth, mm-hmm. and uh, my passion is helping other women with these same issues, and hopefully, be able to advocate for them and prevent them from going through what I had to go through. At least the length of time it took. And you can probably wow. save people a ton of steps. You know, I mean. I always think, you know, a clinician is 
you know, there's so much time that gets spent on separation from patients, you know, learning to separate yourself from the patient. And I really think traditional healing, you know, the way even women were designed, the nurturing and everything is the ability to understand, you know, you have the ability when you when you get a client that mm-hmm. you know, you know exactly what they're going through and the desperation and and I think there's such a an enormous level of comfort there, you know, of someone who actually understands what you may be going through, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, That's sure. A, um women, you know, we're we're unique creatures. <laughs> we're awesome and we're delicate. Our systems, you know, are a delicately designed system. And before a woman can take anything in, you know, information-wise, she's got to she's got to get a lot of stuff out first. I do. You know, it's interesting that you That's say so that because when I was when I was listening to you, um, you know, thinking that we, Dr. Robinson touched on that just a little bit and it's something that really doesn't get addressed very often is the whole spiritual and emotional um you know side of of thyroid disease and you know uh, how traumatic experiences can trigger the immune system and Mm -hmm. you know we don't deal with that the emotional side of of thyroid disorders very often you know we deal with it very tangibly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. Like you said, the supplements and the the medications and right, very you know, the foods and all these things. But yeah, we, yeah, we forget there's this, like you said, this beautiful creature that's very delicate that has been, you know, has been wounded in, in exactly. one respect or another, and it and it has to be, you know, it really has to be addressed. And I know for me, that's been an enormous, you know, uh, portion. Mm-hmm of especially the the end parts of my healing or I shouldn't say end parts because I really feel like it's a it's a continual reevaluation you know I'm constantly in check with it every day you know taking Definitely. an accounting and you know there, there well, is yes, no and that's why you know I believe in healing I totally believe in healing I in autoimmune disease you know for people like us I like to use the term remission because healing to some may give the connotation that well they can just stop and return to you're, you're whatever right. it was they were <laughs> right. Right. That's you're not done. true because <laughs> you it. still the the immune system is a powerful um mechanism and it's it's potential if you have had one autoimmune disease even if you're healed your immune system still has the potential to go haywire and make mistakes because those cells have very deep memory. And if they get turned on again, then, you know, you, you have another autoimmune disease in the making. Right. But back to healing or not healing, um, and I mentioned this in my book as well, I see this a lot in women who, for example, I have two women who have both have Hashimoto's. They both have the same lifestyle. They both have the same, you know, diet. They're doing well with the gluten-free and dairy-free. They're both taking the same supplements. It, basically, they're both doing the same external things. Mm-hmm. Woman A, you know, finds remission. Or if she doesn't find remission, she gets exponentially better. Woman B doesn't improve at all. We've looked at underlying co-infections, you know, toxins, all sorts of things, the typical 
battery of that you mm-hmm. go through um, and you don't find anything. The difference I have found is that woman A, she works on the emotional issues, particularly forgiveness, love, and trust. I've found those to be the three key essential emotional factors to work on. Woman B doesn't think she has an issue with those, doesn't think it's important, blah, blah, blah. And she's bitter that she's not getting better, you know, all these all these sorts of things. Not open to the possibility of what the emotional and spiritual realm can do for her. You know, the spiritual person she is doesn't see that in connection with her physical body at all. Right. So the program that I take women through, at least the hands-on program I take them through, this is a local program, not an online program, at least not yet, but it's a 12-week program and four weeks are dedicated to those three issues, forgiveness, love, and trust, because they're that important in healing autoimmune disease. Say those three again, Shannon. Forgiveness, love, and trust. So it's like a mathematical equation. Forgiveness and trust equals love. So if a woman doesn't, you know, have the capacity to forgive others, forgive herself, forgive situations, and also to trust others. You know, it's very hard to trust coming out of um, years or months, whatever the case may be, of going right. through the people medical People falling system. short. Yeah, people yes. falling short. It's yeah, very yeah. difficult. And and um, so forgiveness, trust, those two things together equal love. So the thing is, I have an exercise I take women through, and we use a mirror, and I ask the woman to... Tell herself that I love you the sa- and mean it the same way she loves her children or her spouse or her significant other, a friend, whatever. And I can't tell you, ladies, how often a woman will break down in tears because she can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can I can totally picture that. Mm-hmm. I can. I want and I and I want to back up real quick when you were talking about uh, the healing aspect. And, and love and trust and, and forgiveness. At the same time, that's absolutely important. But you know, I'm sure that you tell your your patients and your clients this: it's okay to have those feelings of frustration and irritated and annoyance and oh, yes. and all those things, just like you did, just like you yes. did. And yes. you say all those things and you do all those things and you get it all out. But mm-hmm. then you also move past it to the next phase, which is the healing and the forgiveness and the love and and all yes. of that thing, right? I'm sure that. Oh yes, no, it's not. I'm not saying. It's, oh, you're, you're. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying. Oh, you bad person. You have got. For, you know, we all have. We <laughs> we all Let's have those it. emotions. Let's we all do. It. We all have a few dartboards that we'd like to make out of a few. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, I mean, really, when I see the on. when I see the physician at the gym where I go to work out, oh, you know, it's hard oh, for no. me to not imagine. You know what I'm doing with well, I won't right. 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 it's very hard, but the difference now is I know that those emotions don't serve me, and I'm not going right. to hang on to them, and I've got the coping skills to get past it, and that's what I teach that's what I try to teach so um 
you know, yes, a woman who comes to me who's riddled with all of those issues and doesn't know how to get out, I'll let her know first and foremost she's in a safe place with me. You know, she's not going to tell me anything at all that I haven't thought or been through myself when it comes to the emotions associated with um, not being diagnosed for years and that sort of thing. So, and then just having an an autoimmune disease that, you know, is invisible, Um, Uh you know, the comments we all get from friends, family, you know, nobody can see what's going on. They don't understand. And so we internalize those those responses, whether we realize it or not. So it is self-care of our emotions and our heart, you know, is ongoing. You know, of course, right. I I take all the right supplements. I do the selenium and the anti-inflammatory fatty acids. But, you know, all the things. I t- all the things. I take a huge amount of supplements. But that's not alone in and of itself. What you know? That's just one component. Heal. One. Yes, component. it's just a part now of me taking care of my right myself now. The physical component, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I had to. But I just I had like to, to actually... put that out there because, you know, we all get so excited about the new supplement or the new way to eat or should we do paleo or should we not or whatever it is. Um, but that's just not all there is, and it's as Tiffany said earlier, it's just not talked about a lot. And I think it's such a. I mean, I love the way that you approach it because I really think. You know, there were a couple times I had to bite my lip, you know, from from breaking into tears when we were talking to Dr. Robinson because that, for me, the emotional component was huge. Mm -hmm. It was huge for me because I, you know, I've been ill most of my life. So, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, since as long as I can remember. So, you know, really wrapping my head around the fact that there was a purpose for this, you know, that there wasn't some higher power that tortured me. You know, I mean, you know, what goes through a child's head when they're ill oh, is, sure. you know, so many different imagine. things. Yeah. But, you know, when you finally wrap your head around the fact that in 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 a certain respect it was a gift, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't it mm-hmm. wasn't an accident. You know, it made me more sensitive, more understanding, more, you know, and so when you like you said, I you know, not that you were glad that it happened, but when you understood that there was a purpose in 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 what you had gone through, it really becomes a beautiful thing. It really reminds me of the butterfly. I mean, truly, I know it's it's very trite that we refer Cliché. to the butterfly, but butterfly's <laughs> right. wings, the butterfly's yes. wings are very fragile, you know. But they're they're beautiful, and you know, it just I, I really think it's so. I, I love the fact that you address the emotional component. I really think that there's more to that than really us patients give credit to is the mm-hmm. the emotional side that that is necessary in the healing so i, I love that i love that about you <laughs> and I yeah. love your video. you're so gentle i mean it's it's a perfect it's a perfect facet for you because you're you're designed you're very gentle your voice is very gentle you're very soothing i was l- watching your video and i was like that is very soothing i would like to just sit there <laughs> thank you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Have that you, would be wonderful, have you, ever you know. To Shannon? Have you ever talked to I Shannon have not. before? 
Okay. No, I don't think so. I, when I listen so you're just to the now radio, getting to hear. Uh-huh. I am just now getting to actually hear her voice. Well, I watched the video the other day, and then she posted it again today, and I did hear her voice um, when I listened to um, when she uh, did the co-host on the radio. So mm-hmm, I have right. heard a little bit, but just you oh, know, yeah. when you watch a, a short video of someone, you get an idea of somebody's nature, and and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very soothing. You know, you you kind of. Like Dana's always telling me, you know, you learn things about people when you actually can see them, and and uh, yes, she's my, I agree, she's my my trainer. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's grabbed me by the hair and she's pulling me out of my little hole. <laughs> Come on, Tiffany, let's go. <laughs> I love that about well, her. Oh, thanks. Well, I hope to do some more videos. That's that's on my list. Um, I really enjoy doing them, and you know, it's just. Just doing it. That's all. That it's a matter of just doing it. You know, I'm I'm either working with a client or working on a program or skyping with someone or whatever. So it's not that I'm not always dressed and re- you know video ready. I just don't always take the time. But I'm I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, people would be scared with videos of me. Like right now, I'm in my pajamas. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> You know, if you have if you have a good message and information people want, you know, I just say go for it. (laughs) Be the real you. I I believe in being genuine. (laughs) You know who inspired me about that was Dana with the periscopes. I absolutely love watching her periscopes. You know, just real Mm -hmm. person. Hi, it's me. I I just love them. I really do. (laughs) You know, we're in a world where we've, we've got so much great access to information and connecting with people and all those things. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I went through this in the 90s with my diagnosis or trying to find it, and there was no Facebook. I mean, a lot of us don't no. even remember the time when there wasn't a Facebook, but there wasn't, right. there wasn't. There wasn't really no social media. Um, gosh, wouldn't it have been fantastic to connect with other, you know, people who oh. thought they had you know, just mystery health issue. I had no idea what I had. You know, I walked around in fear thinking, I've got something really, really bad, and one day right. I'm just going to drop all over and die. That's what I used to think, and that's one reason why I was afraid to leave the house. But, um, yeah, the information's great. I love connecting and seeing everything there, but also I kind of get fearful for the newly diagnosed because where there's a lot of great information out there, there's also a lot of misleading and just mm-hmm. flat, you know, not good information out there. Right, and um, at times right. too much information for people. Too who much, have you know. Nowadays, when a diagnosis, like so yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, it is. And nowadays, when a diagnosis is made of, you know, just Hashimoto's, so much information comes at you, you know, if you're the patient, and people don't really understand, you know, where to start. Like, the doctor doesn't necessarily implement the plan for you. You know, you've no. got to do that on your own, and they don't always know where to start, what to do, how to prioritize, you know, um, in a way that fits their daily routine and their budget and those sorts of things. So, um, um so excited that many doctors across the U.S. have started working with, you know, health coaches who are knowledgeable in this area, and and, and for some it's all they focus on. But 
it can at least help patients implement a plan, keep them motivated, you know, be there as a support, um, because the doctor can't be your health coach, Mm-mm. you know. They don't have enough time. So it's like my doctor says, Hashimoto's patients, their adrenal fatigue and all their issues, they carry a lot of baggage, and that's not a negative statement it's just true because we do have so many issues and questions and need so much time Mm -hmm. so i would i would love to hear um shannon what your experience uh with uh low dose naltrexone was i know that you're a a big proponent of it Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about that and what that helped with you personally yes Yes. <clears throat> well, I love low-dose naltrexone. <laughs> I think it's the only medication that I can say that about. It's the only medication that has really no negative side effects. All the side effects are good. Um, I think because I went undiagnosed for so long that my case of Hashimoto's was probably really resistant. So even though I I did all the right things, gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, got tested for foods that cause inflammation in my body and and started to consume only those foods. I got tested for underlying co-infections. I did everything, and I still do everything to maintain myself. But with going gluten and dairy-free, I think after around six months, my antibodies had only moved a little, not a lot, just a little, and my symptoms really hadn't improved that much. Um, I was still having migraines. I was still having some pain. My weight wasn't moving. And I was on thyroid hormone. Um, I accidentally, it was another nurse who asked me if I knew anything about LDN. I had never heard of it at the time. Um, she had a mother who was using it for lupus. Well, um, I was working in the clinical setting at the time, and, you know, I thought, oh, that's just another drug. I'm not going to pursue that. You know, I don't want any part of that. I'm already on thyroid hormone. (laughs) A few months later, I started having symptoms that were positive for MS in my face. So I thought back, I thought, I just wonder what was she talking about? low-dose naltrexone. So I started researching, and I actually found a lot of information. I went to the LDN Research Trust, low-dose-naltrexone.org page, and really learned a lot of information that I thought was valid. There hasn't been as much research on LDN as there could be because um, naltrexone has been in uh, generic form I think since the early 70s, and the drug companies have no incentive to, you know, send their best-dressed pharmaceutical rep out to sell it to physicians. So doctors really don't ever hear about it. So um, I compiled the information, and, you know, I'd also found some research studies from Penn State, and I, I took, you know, several documents made an appointment with my doctor, took the documents in, and I started to talk to him about it, and he was resistant at first. And I explained that, look, I don't have anything to lose. I mean, I've my symptoms aren't really improving. Um, 
my antibodies aren't moving. I hear about people who go gluten-free and, you know, 30, 60 days later their antibodies drop by half or whatever. That's not happening for me. Right, right. Um, so he agreed. He said, okay, you've shown me you've got the mind of a researcher. Go out and, you know, talk to so-and-so and we'll write your prescription. So uh, it was... It was difficult to go on LDN. LDN has a tendency to disrupt your sleep in the first two weeks, and that's mainly because it blocks opiate receptors. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got a call waiting thing, and it's beeping. But uh, anyway, it blocks opiate receptors on your cells. So what that means while you sleep it sort of tricks your body into releasing endorphins while you sleep. And that's what tricks the immune system into healing itself. It's not an immune system suppressant, you know, like Plaquenil or prednisone. It actually can modulate the immune system. There are certain factors that need to be in place before LDN will work, and one of the main ones is... um, Candida, if you have candida overgrowth, that will block LDN from working. One of the reasons we have to, you know, watch our candida issues is because since candida is a natural part of the immune system, when you go on LDN, it has a tendency to bring candida forward anyway. Mm. So that's something we always look at. However... You know, That's very interesting. Imp- Let me just, I just wanted to jump in really quick because I did try LDN mm-hmm. a year ago. Mm-hmm. Was it a year ago or was it longer? A year ago. I can't remember. <laughs> it all kind of runs <laughs> together. But um, I uh, I tried it for about six months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, evidently, it didn't leave a lasting impression because mm-hmm. I can't really remember what it did for me other than. Um, it helped a little bit with libido, although I didn't really have very many issues with that. It just made it a little bit more, you know, a little bit better. And mm-hmm. I remember having, you know, extreme vivid dreams and things like mm-hmm. that. So those are the things mm-hmm. I remember. I'm sure that it, I'm sure that it helped. But I am fighting now with extreme candida. So mm-hmm. that's interesting that you say that because um, I've been battling candida for a while now. So mm-hmm. so that's interesting that that, that has a correlation. Yeah, well, I'll get to that in a second, how I work with doctors now on patients who have LDN in their, you know, horizon of list that they want to, to check off. But for me, you know, I followed the, the protocol. I, I got my body in the best shape possible for LDN, and I credit one of the Facebook support groups run by Deb Anderson Eastman, um, Beating Thyroid Disease with LDN, as just uh-huh. a place where I could meet, you know, thousands of other women who were trying it, and that was encouraging. But um, anyway, I followed the protocol, uh, monitored my symptoms very closely the first two weeks. Um, you know, you have to take your own vital signs at home. You have to watch for hyper symptoms. Um, you have to understand or be working with someone who can guide you on titrating down on your thyroid hormone during the process. Um, let's see. Normally, now, were we, you able? I'm sorry, Shannon. Were you able 
to go off of thyroid hormone completely? I know some no, people have been able, I've been to, able to reduce my dose by more Quite than half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. You know, okay. when you I'm go sorry. eight years undiagnosed and that much damage is going on against your thyroid gland, that's not going to come back. But right. LDN can create the environment in the immune system where the attack doesn't continue. You know, you go right. into remission, which I am in remission. I don't have any antibodies against my thyroid. Oh, wow, that's fabulous. <clears throat> and I, um, I haven't had interstitial cystitis pain since I've been on LDN. Wonderful. But, oh, that's but, big. That's wonderful. That's, that's huge. a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, you know, the the standard is you start out at, at a certain dose, you're on that for 30 days, then you race to the next dose, and you're on that for 30. Then you go to the modulating dose, and you're on that for six months, which I stayed on the modulating dose for nine months um, just to get that extra. <laughs> And then I return to the maintenance dose, which is what I'm on now, because of my so celiac you, issues. Oh, I was going to say, I'm sorry for you. Mm-hmm. You had, um, you know, a reduction in the in the bladder pain. You mm-hmm. had a reduction in antibodies. What other? Uh, what did you feel a reduction in the anxiety quite a bit with oh, the LDN as well? Totally gone. What, what were the? What was Shannon's? you know, where you were just like, this is amazing stuff for me. Just that I've had, um, it's like standing in, uh, standing outside in an overcast sky as compared to standing in a clear, sunny, I feel Mm. good, you know, kind of. That's a huge difference. Yeah, it's kind of like in hopeful, um, I lost weight, I my weight loss was effortless without changing any other thing except LD, you know, adding LDN. <clears throat> I right. lost weight. Now, if I might ask, were your antibodies quite high, Shannon, or were they? They were you in know, the like, thousands. They, they were in were, the thousands. Okay. Yes, and um, do you find by chance that women pardon? do better the higher their antibodies are on LDN, or is that really irrelevant? I think it's irrelevant. I really think okay. it's. I think it's. Um, Something related more to being time sensitive, like the longer the attack, uh, whether they whether or not they already have secondary autoimmune diseases or not, which I did. They were just you know underlying for so long. Right. Um, If it's just Hashimoto, not just Hashimoto's, but you know Hashimoto's in isolation and no other, yeah, (laughs) no other autoimmune disease process. Um. I've seen women, you know, with antibodies aren't really very high, and they come into remission fairly quickly. Um, the The primary factor I see where LDN isn't working is when a woman will either start and stop and start and stop with the LDN, um, or there's a candida issue because she's addicted to sugar. And so... Uh, you know, we try to work. We try to work on those issues as far in advance as we can, and and make sure they're prepped and understand what's going to happen. You know, day one, you go on LDN. This is what you're going to do every morning. Is you're going to check your vitals. You're going to watch for hyper symptoms. Um, you're not going to call your doctor and say, "Oh, I'm having hyper symptoms. What do I do?" Because if it's a a, a physician who's not literate about LDN, he's going to tell you, we'll stop the LDN. 
if you're hyper. Right. Where the thing we, you know, the thing we want to do is start decreasing our thyroid hormone. So I think it's great that, you know, for me, I can have that relationship with physicians who they know I was a previous cardiac nurse and they know that I can monitor their patient, you know, clinically during the process of ramping up while we're also titrating down on thyroid hormone and sort of monitor, oversee um, what's going on and only contact them if something really out of the ordinary is occurring. Um, but for me, it has been a life changer, and I will never, I never plan to go off of it. I was that was actually my next question. You just set me up perfectly for that. Is it? Are there any long-term side effects at all, or is it, this is something that people can be on for quite some time yes. fairly safely? Yes. Naltrexone in its 50 milligram dose is, you know, what you hear about, and it's what you, what you read about as far as any. Um, Concerns going forward, liver enzymes, those issues. But in the low doses, no. You can even use low-dose naltrexone in pregnancy. Um, I had that discussion with a physician at the thyroid mastermind I just went to. I was asked to speak on LDN at that um, event. And uh, she saw a lot of moms who have Hashimoto's, and she was curious about you know, whether it could be beneficial during pregnancy um you know but when you look up in a pdr naltrexone it's only referring to the 50 milligram dose and so it has that class warning on there not to use in pregnancy but that doesn't apply for low dose naltrexone right actually it's in a in a mother with hashimoto's it's going to help you know the baby be all that much more health all that much more healthier now is this something Shannon that you find do you recommend that women go through the protocol of you know you know obviously correcting you know optimizing thyroid hormone correcting nutrient deficiencies oh, absolutely. On their diet I'm never so medication a, I don't want to say a last resort yeah. but I'm saying is it's, this you have a protocol of trying to work through other things, and you're saying this is a fabulous thing for people who say, I've done all these things. We read them all the time. All three of us mm-hmm. read these stories all the time. I'm gluten-free. I do this. I, you know, My numbers look fabulous. My nutrient deficiencies are corrected, you know, but my antibodies are not budging. That is when you would right. say, let's, yes. let's talk about this. Yes, absolutely. And also, if you know, in light of all of those, and they're doing everything right. And, you know, um, once we get the signal that there's uh, symptoms or clinical findings of another autoimmune disease, they're definitely a candidate for LDN. Aha. Uh-huh. So that you know, would apply for someone who has more than one autoimmune right mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah. And that was me. You know, as a nurse, I have cared for many women in the hospital setting, you know, in the past who actually had eight, nine, or ten autoimmune diseases. My God. And I'm here to tell you that their quality of life did just did not exist. They were on so many medications, not able to function or think, absolutely miserable. And um, I don't want that for anybody. And if if LDN can prevent that, you know, uh, 
That's that's what I'm in favor of. Quality. Well, and of you're life. a walking testament. You're a walking yes, testament. Yes, that's right. That. You are. You know what I mean? So absolutely. And I, I hope to be. I've reached out to Linda Ilsegood, who is the. Uh, she's a volunteer trustee for the LDN Research Trust in England. But I want to um, volunteer more as an LDN RN advocate. Uh, she actually cured her MS with LDN. Wow. I've um, actually spoken to, to Linda. She thinks she's going to be on the show. Oh, good. Um, oh, I'm so glad yeah. having her on. Yes. Yeah. I'm, She'll um, do a yeah. great job. She's, yes. she's pretty neat. You know, I have gotten a lot of pushback from different people. LDN didn't work for me, you know, but when I, for them, this will be what they say, but when I sort of can dig into the process, you know, maybe they didn't use an LDN-approved compounding pharmacy. Not not all compounding, compounding pharmacies are. Um, maybe they didn't understand the sleep cycle during the first two weeks and they just weren't willing to. I was going to say, it sounds like there's, you know, there's quite no, a bit of, um, a lot to it. you know, protocol I, I that comes know. with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. I there didn't, is. I didn't know. And I didn't have anybody, I didn't have any coach or anybody, you know, helping me. So, yeah. so that's absolutely wonderful. So, that's yeah, well, that I you find that, you know, a with. lot of doctors, even though they're very open-minded to prescribe it, they may not know all the fine details about, right. you know, the the day-to-day happenings with LDN and what a patient's supposed to do. And that really came out, too, when I was at the conference, because as I'm speaking, you know, I had a lot of questions from doctors. They truly wanted to know, you know, um, some of these issues and, and uh I will have to say, you know, when Dr. Karazian had a question for me, I was very excited. <laughs> well, <How> yeah. Cool. <laughs> right? I mean, I just love that there's interest and, uh, you know, collaboration. Because it is, I guess if there is a miracle drug of the century, LDN would be it. And it's so unfortunate that it's not going to ever get the attention it deserves from the uh, pharmaceutical industry. Well, and that's another, why yeah, another you're here. To, you're here. <laughs> there's another here benefit change, of LDN. Right? Yeah, there's another benefit of LDN that um, that came out in the research. I think just this past summer, and this this was from a clinical study. But um, one of the um, side effects, they're not sure why this is a side effect. You know, through LDN's mechanism of action, but it does also decrease inflammation in the central nervous system. So it's being used in a lot of um, pain syndromes. And um, with the weight loss uh, as a side effect, which is usually welcomed by most people <laughs> by the time they they go on LDN. It has been used in conjunction with the drug Wilbutrin to counter the effects of weight gain that Wilbutrin tends to cause. So it has received some recognition there, but really not in the way that most of us in the autoimmune community would prefer that it would. Hmm. That's very that's very interesting, you know. Yes, but back to your question, I only wish that all the natural interventions, you know, that we know would have worked for me, but they didn't, and they don't for everyone. You know, it's not to say you turn. that's why there's low-dose naltrexone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I still do the gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, paleo, anti-inflammatory foods. For me, I I do all of those things. 
Um, LDN is not a standalone treatment. Like you can't just take LDN and go off and right. you know have your donut every day. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not going to fix the celiac disease. <laughs> right. It's right. Not and it comes in several the... forms too. Like I use mine in a cream form, and I absolutely love it. Oh it's, really? Uh, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I, I reacted to that. the filler. You know, with the celiac, I guess, and just my sensitivities, I reacted to the fillers. Uh, mm. For a while, I used the liquid, and I would have Skip's Pharmacy compound um, the liquid in a hypoallergenic, you know, form, i.e., no fillers, and it would have to be shipped overnight and all this. And it was really inconvenient if I traveled because it had to be refrigerated. So now we're doing a compounded cream, and it works fabulous. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, that is so cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> but to your point, Dana, point. about vivid dreams, I do have those, and I think it's one of the coolest side effects. Because, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I would love that. <laughs> I have yeah. dreams in color. I ha- I've had dreams about, you know, my dogs holding umbrellas and flying through the air. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. It's- Wow. Well, it raises uh, raises serotonin levels quite a bit, correct? Uh, no, it's it doesn't really affect serotonin. It's not a serotonin. It it raises endorphins. Interesting, because I thought that was why they originally used that. I mean, the original purpose it wasn't the low dose naltrexone, but original purpose of that was mm-hmm. for um, people who were going through like alcohol and drug withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the the mechanism of action in those dosages are much different than the mechanism of action in the low dose. It was by an accidental discovery of Dr. Bernard Bahari who discovered that um, he was using low doses of naltrexone in patients who had <clears throat> HIV, mm-hmm. the virus that causes AIDS, and it was just by an accidental discovery that he found it modulates the immune system by blocking those receptors to release endorphins. Um, but that's not necessarily the mechanism in the way that the 50 the milligram dose were. Gotcha. Yeah, that the higher gotcha. dose that's works. the difference. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have fabulous things on your horizon. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what's coming up for, for Shannon Garrett. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> There's all sorts of things. Well, I'm currently, I've just wrapped up on um, the offering of a free thyroid e-course. It's called Hashi Sisters. Um, I did that. It's a pretty comprehensive program. I don't think I've ever seen something free quite like this. But I just wanted to, you know, I had a day of frustration a couple of months ago where I was just seeing some information out there that, really is off the mark in terms of, um, you know, not being delivered uh, maybe by people who have a a background in some health discipline of some kind or whatever, but it was just kooky stuff. I'll just put it that way, some kooky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> kooky stuff. A little too kooky for you, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But, I mean, I'm open to a lot of things, but if it doesn't make sense in terms of the way the body works and what your body would do with, you know, with a certain food stuff or nutrient or whatever. Uh, Anyway, so I thought, you know, I I really want to just give back and 
I want to do this free program. I just, I guess I can say I received a word of wisdom that day, <laughs> and I felt like I want to give a, a free program that's really going to make a difference to someone. And I thought about, you know, Shannon, going back to when I was at my worst, what was it I wanted to hear? What did I need to learn that would help me? So I've put all that together and, you know, it's not, you know, I'm not going into the anatomy of the thyroid or how the thyroid works. I figure, you know, by the time a woman has been diagnosed, she's probably got a library full of books that start out with the anatomy <laughs> right. of the thyroid. Right. <laughs> um, I've got radio coming up, uh, Hashi Sisters Radio coming up in 2016. I've got a research project going on and um, some nutrition consults I do in my local area for doctors, for their patients who have Hashimoto's. So, yeah, I'm pretty busy. I've got the workbook coming out as a companion guide to my book. And uh, Oh, yes. Let's go ahead and just, just mention that real quick, because I don't think we, uh, we talked about it at the top of the hour. It's Hashimoto's Finding Joy in the Journey, right? Yes. And that is available. That is available right now on Amazon, and you're... You're writing and working on a workbook for everybody, a workbook. right? Yes, yes. And, you know, Good. I talk about forgiveness, love, and trust in my book, and um, the workbook will, you know, follow that as well. Um, and I'm and hoping, so you, have you know, I have a group in Nashville who wants to take the workbook and they want to work through it together in like a weekly group. I think that's cool. They they want to do this on their own. I said, well, I'll do the workbook and you all go work on it. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I call that's it the, very neat. Yeah, it's the flight triangle. I was mentioning forgiveness, love, and trust earlier, and so I'm I'm trying to get every woman with Hashimoto's to get her flight triangle in order. <laughs> I love it. Very nice. How wonderful. That. that is very nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say that I just wanted to mention you have the Hashi Sisters, um, it's a program, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's and it's free, but then you also are going to start the Hashi Sisters radio show in radio 2016. Radio show in 2016. Okay. And then okay. I'll have a program that, you know, is a paid program that has private coaching with me, and um, it'll be sort of, structured in a support group setting there's i've never seen anything else like it but it'll be coming out in 2016 too probably by march you're going to be a busy busy woman that's very exciting she already is you can hardly even get her on the on facebook chat she's so busy oh i know it's it's tough being a one woman show Well, Shannon, you know, it's been an absolute, it's been a delight to, to talk to you as a guest because I've well, had you as my you. co-host. I've loved being here all- and talking to you both. I, I really, I follow you and I listen to you when I can, and I love what you're doing. And uh, Thyroid Nation, I know, is having a huge impact on a lot of people. So, kudos thank you. to you too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank I love you, you know you. what I love the most about this is I love where you came from and where you are now. And where you are I mean, now. I imagine you probably look at that woman in your 30s and you look at mm-hmm. the woman now with, you know, just 
the the world is your oyster. I mean, that is that is just um, I, I can't even put it into words. You know what I'm trying to say? Just to think about oh, yes. the person I, that was so anxious and and now mm-hmm. look at you now. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's so much That's hope right. for people who feel so desperate and and you know in despair. That it's not. That's the, oh, yes. say. It's That's not the entire when you stand in the mirror. When you stand in the mirror, you need to say to yeah. yourself, "Look at me now." Right? Yes, yes me and be now. grateful That's for so cool. every, you know, your whole everything. Because there's yeah. there's not another woman like you on the nope. whole planet. You are a special person, and um, you're you were born to heal, um, you know, and you're loved. So you just need to embrace that. We all do. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you. What cool. words of wisdom. How wonderful. Talk about flower fields. This is a flower field show. I know, show. right? <laughs> right? From, yeah, from where you came so. from and where you are now, I am. it's just amazing. So thank you for all you do, and thank, thank you for you. being you and sharing and sharing your love and wealth and of knowledge to everyone. I really, really appreciate you. I'm glad to do me it. Too. Thank you for having me. Me too, and we'll look forward okay, to well, more videos. <laughs> and yes. yes, be on the lookout for more videos. I've put that out into the world now, so I, now I have to do it. <laughs> now you got to do right. it. <laughs> okay, ma'am. You have a great, great day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh my goodness. You can find Shannon. You can find her at Autoimmune RN on Twitter. On Facebook, she's Holistic Thyroid Care with Shannon Garrett RN. And be sure to check out her uh, website, too, at ShannonGarrettWellness.com. She was adorable. My gosh, and that is quite the journey. That's just, right? you know, I mean, I that that is so the pillar of lovely, hope right loving. there. That's the it beacon. Is. It is. It, it, it is, and she was so loving and happy and, and, you know, giving, you could tell. So what a neat place, you know, kind of come full circle. So I think that's really wonderful. I'm so glad that, that we connected. We found each other on Facebook, I don't know, a year and a half. Well, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago. So I'm oh, um, very a, lucky to have her pillar, as part of the... Such a pillar yes. of hope for all the people out there that are feeling so desperate and just at the end of your rope and I can't do this anymore. We've all been there. That is the ultimate story of that is not forever. That's not going to last That's forever. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, okay, guys. Uh, next week, Thyroid Nation Thyroid Thriver, Carol Gray, author of Wow, Your Mom Really Is Crazy, Complete Guide to Coping with Thyroid Disease, Stress, <laughs> lo- uh, Weight Loss Tips, and More, will be on the show with us. I so love that title. Driver, so you got to check out her story. I know. Isn't it fun? <laughs> and as always, um, a very big thank you to our listeners. Please share your Thyroid Thriver journey with us at thyroidnation.com. Submit your story. We'd love to have it. We've got tons of people up there on the the thyroid thrivers wall right now, and we'd love to have you up there as well. So whether you're healed or not, because it's a journey that you know it's really the journey that counts, and it can often, you know, oftentimes help others not feel so alone. And um, you might just be the light to you know help someone else see their their path. So we'd love to have your stories. Just submit it at thyroidnation.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you as well to our amazing Thyroid Nation radio team without whom this show would not be possible. As you can see, we have some amazing women that we have interviewed, Shannon Garrett being being one of those amazing women, Raina Kranz, thyroid trainer, thyroid mom, 
Blythe Clifford. I just just amazing, amazing women with with incredible stories of healing and and journeys. Yeah, and we're so lucky to have them part of our team as part of our team, and also um, guests on our show. It's just uh, very lucky, and I you know feel really grateful for her, Shannon saying that you know she thinks that Thyroid Nation has helped many people because that's uh, that's really fulfilling. Tiffany and I don't get paid for what we do, so. So that was really nice to hear, and we could definitely not do it without the the help of our team, and they really did, especially in the beginning and the first six months of our show, really, really helped us a whole lot. So we're very, very grateful to them. Mm-hmm. Make sure to follow Thyroid Nation at ThyroidNation.com on Facebook. We also have a Hoshies and Graves Facebook support group. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Thyroid Nation. I'm going to start doing some more Periscopes. So with more Tiffany, Periscopes. So you'll have to, we'll have to check that check that out, right? I should periscope when I get my new phone. <laughs> yes, you should. We'll be so excited. And most most importantly, Dan and I want to remind you that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. Make sure to always listen to your own body and be mindful of what it's telling you. And cut yourself a break if you have a bad day or That's whatever. Right. It's not forever. Every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. Every choice is a new choice. So hang in there um, and don't be hard on yourself. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Like like Shannon Garrett said, where, where they love forgiveness, forgiveness, love, and trust. That's yep. right. Absolutely. And go stand in that mirror and tell yourself, I love you, because that's, what, that's what's going to get you going forward. So this is Dana, your Thyroid Nation Gringatica from Costa Rica. And Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united, we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye.